Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome back for episode 83 of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on April 28th, 2017 on Twitch.tv. Big shout out to the live chat here. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. This is your host, Blue Crew 86 Alongside me, we have the man who has taken upon himself to kill me with laughter, Justin Sane 0516. Justin, how has your week been? Uh... My week has been pretty hectic, actually. I had a young man uh, roll his ankle, and I thought maybe he broke his foot. Went to the hospital, x-rays. He's okay. Um, and uh, played a little Destiny. Nice. And you got any good drops? That was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got some more Crota weapons. because. Oh, I did get a 400 sword breaker, so there, there's that. I hate you a little bit. I've got raid fever, baby. It's hit me. <laughs> Bring back that old stuff. I didn't do Wrath of the Machine when it came around because I figure I've already hit my head into a wall once. <laughs> <laughs> but all the other ones, all the other ones I've been all about. Oh gosh. You didn't want to you didn't want to uh you didn't want to go into the binary and translate all that? No. Nah. Okay. No, I love no, the binary that. part. I've done that once. I've done that once. That's enough. You know, <laughs> one and oh, wait. there's there's ten type of people in the world. <laughs> I'm type A. <laughs> those who know binary and, and those, those who don't. Who don't. <laughs> All right. Well, mm-hmm. Mel is working while we're here playing around, so be sure to let her know we miss her over on Twitter at the Wind of the Stars. And from the depths of the madness-inducing mind maps, we are joined by our favorite Gunter, the one and only green-eyed music lover. Green, hope you're doing well. How's the week gone for you? Not too bad. Went into the gym today, found out it was supposed to snow where I'm at. I'm like, why? Why <laughs> snow? Why are you snowing in this area? It's, it's almost May. It's time to be done. I'm so <laughs> ready you- for spring. Did you seriously just scold some snow? <laughs> totally. That's how my day's gone. Not only do, am I scolding snow today, Justin, I also spent three and a half hours doing something for Blue that's like super sneaky secret stuff. It's totally worth it, though. Three and a half hours. That's not my mm-hmm. fault for, for clarification there. I did not. I did not. Or have I ever asked Green to give three and a half hours to any project? No, but I, I, I love blue, so I do it anyway. <laughs> and I'm a sucker. And you scolded some snow. And you scolded some Yeah, totally. So for the for the record, my my son was born uh in the beginning of May and it snowed on the day that he was born. So Really? Have have fun with that. <sighs> I'm I'm like Going the the way that this weather is going right now, I'm kind of like eh, we might see another one of those birthday parties. So it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, snow in the middle of May. It's okay, Kansas. You cannot be more bipolar. <laughs> it's, you just it, can't it, figure out what you want to do. Definitely reminded um, me of growing up in Texas. In, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd say. Being in Texas, I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> You if get you don't all, like the, the weather in Texas, just wait 10 minutes. <laughs> you get That's all four seasons. Here. 
it's, it's the same thing here. I got weather it. by Sybil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's run through like, the intro real quick <laughs> before we get completely right. off. And Justin and Green start scolding the weather. So, all right, here we go. The topic of today's chat is going to be an exploration of the Wrath of the Machine raid. I asked Green to put together a high-level summary on the topic, and this is what she had to say. Fallen have a propensity for technology. They are scavengers who, without understanding the original purpose, use various tech in their own particular way to improve upon their own designs. Most of the time, this doesn't cause too much harm, but for House Devils, this spelled out a great transformation that may not have been entirely of their own doing. Devil Splicers merged with Siva, becoming something new, something part fallen, part machine, and a whole lot of consume, enhance, replicate. At the insistence of Shiro 4, we and a group of guardians venture forth to destroy the head of the fallen splicers, Axis, in Wrath of the Machine. Throughout the raid, we slowly break down the Devil Splicers' leadership. First, by taking out the ground troop leader, Vosik, the Archpriest, and then their engineer responsible for the siege engine, Mexus, before taking out the fully transformed Axis, Archon Prime. Where does the Fallen end and Siva begin? How much can one retain of their humanity? Fallen entity? Anyway, and how can we, though immortal guardians, Defeat a machine god. Before we get into that, however, I do have a few housekeeping notes. In our last chat, we looked at the updated lore of the Awoken and Fallen. If you missed that and have any interest in hearing our thoughts, please be sure to check out www.focusfirechat.com for archives of all previous chats, as well as links to the other aspects of Focus Fire Chat out in the internets. If you don't mind, please give us some feedback on iTunes to let us know how we're doing and to help us continue to grow. As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday, with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning of the new chat. Every Friday... At about 10 p.m. Central, we get together to stream a recap of the previous week's chat for those who are unable to participate. Please be sure to also give some support to the other podcasts in the Guardian Radio Network found at theguardiansofdestiny.com. These include Guardian Radio, the official podcast for the Guardians of Destiny, Guardian One, Ghost and Echoes, which also has the Destiny audio grimoire, and the network's newest edition, a non-Destiny-focused podcast, Paragon Radio. Our next chat's going to be a dive into the lore surrounding the powerful Sunbreakers. With that, let's go ahead and dive into the information and thoughts that the community had about the Wrath of the Machine. Warbot, let's go. Query. Grimoire. Database. Results found. Displaying on screen. Thank you, Randy. Well done, as always. Um, so... The Wrath of the Machine. And this Grimoire card is from an intercepted fallen signal. It says, Fellow houses, fellow Elixni, 
We have found the means to apotheosis, to become machines. Siva can make you strong, but we can show you how to wield it, to free yourself from the bonds of ether. Find us in the wasteland and bring us an offering of Siva. In return, we will bring you to our chamber of perfection and we will free you. Yeah, just because you say you're going to free me doesn't necessarily mean that um, that's what you're going to do. But <laughs> look, there's free candy. It's all I heard there. <laughs> kind of what I'm hearing. It's a van that has the paneled sides. With so some really uh, poorly painted free candy on pretty it. Pretty much. Just this van, <laughs> this van with just like nanites buzzing around it. And there's this really creepy fallen in the in inside with a rush yes. t-shirt on. <laughs> Rush T-shirt on? Yeah, he's got a Rush T-shirt on. He's trying to give the little dregs here always. I'm sorry, but that's like, as you read that, that's exactly what I was picturing. Did you see the Rush T-shirt too? I didn't see the Rush T-shirt. I was just thinking the paneled van with the... Have you ever seen that meme with the paneled... The the really, really bad van? We need to make that. That's that's our new project. Oh, no. It's in the hopper right behind House Waffle. Um, Chat, come on, little dregs. I have free. Yeah, I've got here always. Oh, it's, um, it's like you don't need ether. I will get rid yeah. of your craving. Oh my god! What was exactly? What's the, what's the one that you love from the Ghost Fragment? Is it the here always? Yeah, the here always. It's oh like the Snickers, the Snickers of the Fallen yeah. World. Um, oh so oh I, I love, I love that we. Uh, we have in here, he says, he's found the means to apotheosis to become machines. Um, so they've the, the devil splicers are actually considering um, being perfected as being deified. And, right. Because right. that's how they view machines to begin with. Um, but it's kind of a kind of a contradiction just because I think half part of the reason they deify the machines is because of the life giving ether. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's generally what a lot of people kind of think. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to really touch back on that apotheosis thing. Uh, apotheosis literally means it's the highest point in the development of something. Uh, it's usually the culmination or climax of a, of a particular arc. Um, and so when they say that they have, they have found the means to apotheosis, they have found the means to evolve to 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 go through a metamorphosis is what that is what they're saying uh and and yeah and so usually the assumption that they view the the machines as gods i mean you have from the elixni time you have the great machine i.e. the traveler and then from during the collapse basically yeah, the, the general consensus is that the servitors were the ones that were creating the ether, which is kind of necessary for them to, I don't know, continue to live. So kind of tied into that whole manna from heaven, you know, scenario. Literally, it's what allowed them to continue living. But um, well, that's what that's why they were called the primes. They were the ones right. that were given ether. Right, and that's where you have like the elder ciphers, which is what the Kells and uh, Kells would use to distribute the ether to those that they claim to be quote unquote worthy. Um, and 
and this actually, you know, we'll definitely get into this and agreeing. I've you and I've talked about this particular theory, but it definitely kind of ties into kind of a theory that I I'm actually a fan of in regards to um, access uh, as to maybe there is more logic to the whole consume, enhance, replicate strand of logic than or the command strand than a lot of people give him credit for. Uh, and we'll, we'll we'll definitely get into that. I think I think we'll wait until we talk about Axis actually to get into that because there's there's mm-hmm. a there's a theory that I I read uh, last week I think and it made me reevaluate pretty much how I've looked at Axis and the the entirety of the splicers really because of the point that it made. Um, and it actually presented some logic, like some logical connections between things that I hadn't really thought about. And so I, I really, I really like it. Well, and we'll read it when we get to that, to that part. But, um, do you guys, you guys want to jump into Vosik or do you want to go, you want to start, uh, at, start at part one? I had a, uh, I had a question about this card actually before we move on. Oh, the Wrath and Machine so, card. Yeah, yeah. Just um, it they actually solicit some uh, offerings of Siva. They say, "Come find us in the wasteland and bring us an offering of Siva." Is this maybe the, an, a description of the Archon's Forge? It would literally they you would come to the Archon's Forge, bring a Siva offering, just like we have to do to get in there, right? And, and- then then you would become got per- perfected uh well you you would start on the path so and, mm-hmm. and that's that's a really really good point um and actually if you guys don't mind i'll pull up archon's forge real fast because i didn't i didn't include that in the show notes but now that you say that i realize that i would overlook that um do you guys mind if i read that real fast yeah you're welcome blue okay thanks thanks Thanks, Justin, for catching <laughs> catching my failure yet again. Um, so Archon's Forge says the Archon's Forge is an ancient fallen rite of passage twisted to utilize the Devil Splicer's latest discovery. Fallen seek to improve their station within the Splicer's quickly evolving cast by making offerings of dormant SIVA to the Forge. Their worth is then tested in a trial by combat. The offering's quality, fused, enhanced, perfected, determines the severity of the challenge and, in turn, the level of augmentation the petitioner will be granted should they survive. That a guardian would dare challenge the forge with offerings of their own is an affront the splicers will not take lightly. Not that we really care. Um, So to answer your question, Justin, yes, that is exactly what it is. It is literally come to the Archon's Forge, um, and the, and the thing here that you, that is really interesting for me is that this is not something that the splicers created. It, it specifically is something that was a, um, was a rite of passage that the splicers took over. So the Archon's Forge kind of has that, that sense of, you know, this is where you would come maybe to before, before Siva. Um, this is where they would come to offer to the Kel or to the, to the Archon who, you know, so, so you have to also remember within the fallen triumvirate, you have the Kel, you have the 
servitor prime or the prime servitor. And then you have the archon, the, the archon or archon. I think it's just archon. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going off the top of my head there. So I apologize if I got that title incorrect. Um, but those, those are the, the, those are the three, the three main things. So, and the way that the, the, the reason I call it a triumvirate is because it, it really is, it is a very, actually very kind of reminiscent of the Roman triumvirates. Each of these three is basically the equal of the other, but they're not because in each different, um, each different position holds a different, I guess you would call it a sphere of influence. The, the servitor is more of basically the, it, Servitor was responsible for maintaining and upkeeping the ships and to pilot and to create ether. That, that was its main function. And because of that, it was kind of raised into a godhood. It was it was raised to an equivalent position of the Kel simply because it was the source of life for the fallen. The Kel is basically the political the political powerhouse. Um the Kel orders what the the fallen within that house goes like they they and the reason why the reason why is it ties into the servitor they have an item called the elder cipher which is a device that they use in some fashion to to distribute the ether to the fallen underneath them so that that's how they they have secured their power because first off they have first pickings it's it's a very very hierarchical society and you can see this in the way that the different fallen uh Enemy types, those are different casts within the fallen house. And you'll notice as they get higher, so you go Dreg, Vandal, Captain, and then you get the Archon, and then you get into like those Archon. And those Archons, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't Winter's Run. Uh, what was the what was the really annoying one from Vanilla? The Archon Priest. Why did I just oh, blink on the strike? The Archon Priest? Yeah. Like, what's the Archon's name? I no. It was Winter Run. Was that Winter's Run? Yeah, it's the Winter. It's Winter's Run Strike, is what oh, it is. Okay. Well, Axor, so Axor the Archon yeah. Priest. Axor. Oh, God. I killed that guy so many times. It was really annoying. But the reason why he's immense. For him or you? Uh, both. Um, the reason why he's immense is because he is an archon. He is a he is one of the highest members in the house. Yeah. And so Ether is off the top. Right. <laughs> Ether well he gets the lion's share. And you know for those who don't know that that that's the very it, the hierarchy of everything. It it determines everything. It determines when you get to eat, when you get to do whatever else you want to do, sleep, you know, all that stuff. That is determined by your hierarchy. And as a as a figure at the top, these three kind of get their choice. Now that goes back into what are the splicers? You know, we, we kind of talk about this and we talked about this a little bit with Siva and then when in our house of doubles episode, but splicers seem to be a, a fragment or a fraction of, yeah, it's a fragment of the archon cast. I guess you would call it. It's basically they're They're basically the lower in priest because the archon is so you have the Kel who's the king, the servitor who is basically their god or mini demigod, you know, the life giver, the archon. The archon is the priest that translates what the servitor is doing for the Kel. He's basically the mediator, right? Because all three of them, here's the here's the thing about the Roman triumvirate. All three of those figures hate each other. 
they don't like each other because they all understand that they all understand the necessity of having each other because without each other, they don't have power. But at the same time, the reason that they are in the power positions that they are is because they've always been the type of, usually those are the type of personalities that gravitate towards power. They want more power. And so they're always competing with one another. It's it's a very fine it's a very fine line. It's a razor's edge yeah. that they're dancing on because if they actually do manage to kill one of the three, they I mean they have to replace him. Like they they you can't the triumvirate can't exist without the three the three legs of the stool. But the three legs but of the that, stool it, are trying to kill each other. <laughs> so, but the other thing I'd say, I mean, blue this this whole this whole raid is about the fact that they've broken that triumvirate. Yes, and the reason why and is, sidestepped. They, the, 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 the necessity like they've they've sides yeah. and that's where that's that's you know and Damo will go off on this that's the that's the chains of ether if you break the chains of ether what happens is oh all of a sudden you don't need a triumvirate because you don't you don't need a servitor you don't need the Kel and guess what the Archon one of their side jobs is basically the mechanics so what do they do? They are the mediators. They're the only ones that actually have a function that isn't yeah. sole. I mean, and that's a very, very heavy generalization. But they are basically the the one piece of this triumvirate that don't rely on ether for their power. They do, but only by only because they're playing the servitor off the kel. That's that's the reason why. And and I mean their main their main function is hey, we need to make sure that the servitor and all the servitors, the pilot servitors, which were kind of, you know, kind of crucial because they were remember they were flying between galaxies at that point. So pilots were, you know, a little little necessary because you need to know where you're going. That's what the archons did was they upkept all these machines. And so it makes sense then that your splicers are led by an archon because they're machine lovers. They love machines. <laughs> and all of a sudden now, oh, hey, machine, which they already, you know, we already have seen a deification of the machines within the fallen society. Now, all of a sudden, they found a machine that has negated the use of ether. They don't need ether because they are now and they have they have augmented themselves. They've enhanced themselves with SIVA. So. So, but it, it's worth noting in this, this is not the great deal that that sounds like it's right. It's at the sacrifice of a fair bit of autonomy. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Like you're, yes, you don't need ether anymore, but <laughs> you also don't have, a, you don't have self-awareness. So, you know, Hey, that's, that's cool. Yeah. You're going to get to say, uh, you know, you're gonna get to do the whole enhance replicate thing. Oh, hang on, hang on. Over, I think I have that. Over. Here we go. Here, this is what <laughs> this is what you hear all the time. In your head, that's you all go. you. That's all you get all day long. You get you get to nom nom. It's basically it's basically what what was what was the one theory that I saw that I had put up for the TLDR. He wants to become a living katamari. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's like, what you so, are. So, literally, the the choices for the fallen are be enslaved in this, um, you know, kind of perverted meritocracy, 
where you're kept down by a controlled supply of life force, if for, for lack of a better term, or you can literally just become a computer virus. Um, <laughs> it's not really. Okay. I'm not wrong. Siva well, is not a computer virus. It's programmable well, no, 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 machines. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying I'm, t- I'm talking about in terms of your oh, day-to-day like, existence. Yeah, day-to-day. You, you will, you will behave a, a whole lot like a computer virus, right? Well, you know, a computer yeah. virus once, once it's, once it's, uh, you know, infected, uh, you know, software. Right, right, right. It'll just go. It doesn't. It doesn't care what day of the week it is. It doesn't care if it's Taco Tuesday. It's just going. Right. And they, uh, they, that's they, what they traded, Siva's like. They traded the chains of ether for the for the shackles of Siva. Yeah. And Green, I know you had a you had something on Siva offerings. Yeah. Um, we get back to go back a little ways to the color of the Siva offerings because it always kind of blew my mind that we that they would bring little vials of the SIVA offerings. And that reminded me of the sector ARG that we did way back or whatever, where they had like brilliance, glory, magnificent. Oh yeah. 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 What was the other one? All those uh, fortitude. Yeah. I think that was the, the other one. The different vials are different colors. And SIVA, whenever we encounter SIVA with the splicers is always red. So why would like not activated SIVA or not designated SIVA be different colors? Uh, well, I have a theory on that too, but I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think the nanites were SIVA, but. It just I, makes me, it's been foily just thinking, right, like, okay, right. maybe those are actually some of the other, other types that we encountered beforehand. Oh, you think that you think that the, the offerings might actually be um, the others, the other, the whatever <laughs> brilliance, glory, splendor, mm-hmm. magnificence, or fortitude. Mm-hmm. The different experiments that were happening with the and Willow Bray and Doctor Shirazi. Yeah, Shirazi. I think is it Doctor yeah. Shirazi. Oh, it just that, makes that me wonder man. if that's what that is. It's it's just a very spin foily thing. There's no actual connection whatsoever besides just the color of it. But it's kind of a fun, fun little rabbit hook. Yeah, I could see that. Well, and I think the other thing is so the the other thing to remember it um, is Siva's Siva's function really is to to construct right. That's that's the point of Siva mm-hmm. is it's a construction. Um, one of the best descriptions that I've seen is so, so my son is obsessed with big hero six. If you're in our discord chat, you know this because that is all he watches. Actually, that's not true. I got him to watch bolt today. So we, we have broken the big hero six tirade tyranny for momentarily. Um, but one of the big, one of the big figures or one of the big components in the big hero six is the microbots. Right, your microbots require a controller, and one in like the best one of the best scenes I think is when he's when he's when a uh, hero is showing the potential of all the microbots and what they can do. It's like near the beginning, but 
he actually constructs things and he and he's talking and he's like you know things that could take that would take teams of people a week and months will take one person a day and he like he builds this little tower thing but i was like and then i was reading one one of these theories that we were going to talk about here in a second and they they actually made that that point they're like you have to understand that siva siva doesn't have sentience siva is not self-aware Siva has no capacity for self-awareness because it is not built to it is it, it's you have to understand that Siva is basically the microbots from Big Hero 6. They do what they do because they are programmed to do it, which is where the consume enhanced replicate thing becomes so dangerous because there, if you know, there is no there's no end phrase to that. It's just going to continuously build but the thing that Siva does is that it destroys to take those materials and then reconstruct them into something else. And so that's where you get this this idea of this transformation is because the reason why it's quote unquote freeing them from the ether, excuse me, the reason that it's freeing them from the ether is it's literally consuming the fallen and replacing them with fill in the blanks. You know, for you get the pirate peg legs or the, you know, I don't I, I can't even remember what, what do the vandals have? The, the vandals just have guns. They have peg legs. Very so. annoying guns. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but uh, <laughs> does, aren't, aren't the shock blades like embedded in their arms too, to a degree? Yeah. They're, they're pretty gnarly. So, I mean, it's, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's what I was kind of, that's all yeah. I've kind of always thought it. And as soon as I read that, I was like, Oh yes, that is the best yeah, example so ever. Not only is Siva not sentient, not sentient, it would be counterproductive for it to be sentient. Any type of right. technology where you've got nanomites, nanobots, whatever you nanotechnology of, um, you know, in the, in the, millions of mechanisms all performing one task it would be counterproductive to have each individual mechanism be self-aware because then instead of performing its specific little task it asks questions like who am i why am i here why am i next to all these other things that look like me that's counterproductive right like literally it's like it's almost like an exo with a moral component for a war machine right Mm-hmm. It's it's not practical to have. <laughs> you love I, I I love that card. <laughs> it's just like yeah, the, that card the, is the defense against an AI having personality. It's like I'm a war machine. What use do I have of of uh, emotions? None. Yeah. It's like the most counterproductive thing to put in a yeah. war machine. Making making a robot a war machine and giving it a conscience is just cruel. It, yeah, it, it really is. It it really it's is. sadistic. <laughs> it's sadistic. It's not nice at all. It's not nice at all. Uh, well, and you know, I guess talking talking about self awareness and consciousness to kind of get us back on on track here a little bit. Do we want to jump to Vosik? Yes, Lord Trapezoid. Oh, trapezoids! <laughs> this guy just reminds me of what is it? Uh, Silent Hill, <laughs> Pyramid Head. Green, yeah. did you want to grab that card real quick? Sure. Vosik, the Archpriest, 
As an archpriest, Vosik is second in command of the Devil Splicers and will follow Axus into ascending to godhood someday. Vosik had been enhanced by Siva, but lacks the total apotheosis of Axis Archon Prime. Vosik wields the technology to build and maintain a body for Axis. Nothing more, nothing less. In due time, Vosik will ascend. All of his people will, and the worlds will fall. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. Big baddie from the beginning of the raid that we fight twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just throw little balls at him and he'll he'll eventually be defeated and retreat. Okay, yeah. Also, does yeah. anyone else feel like he was in a school play about shapes? No, I, 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 swear, I, I swear to God, he's pyramid head. Like, he is, he is Vosik, the arch pyramid head. <laughs> Chat doesn't like that idea. <laughs> they don't like that at all. Um, well, and it's understandable. So, I completely understand. I I do like that one of his arms is completely trapezoidal. Like it is completely <laughs> geometric shapes. I'm like, I don't yeah. really know what you're gonna do with that, buddy, but that does not look pleasant. Yeah. And uh oh he's he's a pain in the butt. Let's just let's put it that way. It's just really weird because the opening of the, the raid, you have these just energy spikes all over the place that aren't explained. And then you have to feed the energy into the Siva charge dispensers. The yeah. foundries, that's what the they're spinners. called. Yeah. The, the spinners. Yeah. The spinners of doom. And then they drop the Siva balls. You throw them at them. You drop the shields. You do damage. And then mm-hmm. he runs away like a chicken. No, he literally, runs, he runs like a runs chicken. Away. He runs away like a chicken, balking the whole way, jumping from little platform to platform. Dodge, 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 dive, dodge. dodge. Yeah, definitely. Dodge I mean, twice. Dodge, oh, yeah, dodge, dodge, dip, I was reading dodge. Black Flag in, in chat. <laughs> dodge, <laughs> yeah. dodge, dip, dive, and dodge. No, I know what that's a quote yeah. from. I was just, I was saying the next quote from oh, that movie yeah. that that quote came from. Oh, okay. Um, ah. So... Okay, yeah. so he flies away, and then we go and fight him in his place, and here's the thing that makes me angry. He's got all of his energy and his health back. Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupid, stupid Siva recharge, like, in five minutes. Well, I mean, but, well, I, I mean, technically that would make sense if he found a, he found a patch of Siva, because it could just, you know, consume something and enhance it. It's just, it's like his little, okay, so here's here's my little rant about this, this raid. <laughs> I love all the raids. Here's my little rant. Every single fight in this raid, every single battle, with the exception of the servitor room, is like a fight on a rock concert stage. You got the, you got the like rock star on the stage and you're firing at him. Mm-hmm. So it's and like it's a like, bad concert. Yeah, like throwing tomatoes. Throwing We're throwing Siva tomatoes at him. <laughs> so basically, I, he he was not able to dodge a wrench. No, he's a bad Daft Punk like copycatter. Oh okay. well, right right there. I'm gonna go. Uh, we need to kill him. You don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't copyright infringe Daft Punk. You gonna kill him one more time? 
Did we get a celebrate? Time. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Yeah, that that is that is a little bit of a troubling. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Green. The the initial part of that raid kind of is a little weird. Also, I feel like he's a Bond villain. He's like, yes, Mr. Bond, let me figure out how to. Oh, you're throwing him! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Run away! Like, Run away! But but here's why the question: Why did I create this elaborate mechanism to ensure my demise? No, like I just don't get it. But whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless uh, the Siva foundries. The... <laughs> oh no! Go ahead. No. Uh, unless the Siva foundries are there to create the charges to infuse with all the different ones, but it doesn't make sense that they're outside to me because isn't the perfection chamber like the forge itself <laughs> or like inside the perfection chamber? Yeah, lore wise, it's just me I trying can. to make sense of the lore. Yeah, but maybe this is the the foundries are the way that if you know Fallen wanted to gain admittance that they would do so. Yeah. I'm I'm still stuck on um I'm stuck on him being a bond victim. Oh, maybe the <laughs> trigger blade's calling the triangle. So, yeah, correction. Kovic is pyramid head. Vosik is kind of pyramid head wannabe. But yes, maybe no, that's a backpack. Vosik is pyramid shoulder. Pyramid head. shoulder. So so Trigger's pointing out that that's a backpack. Maybe that's where he keeps the shark. You know, because Bond, vill- Bond villains always have the shark that they they threaten him with. Right? Oh yeah, so land it's sh- a land shark. <laughs> oh no! I love how both so, of us went there. Lord Chancellor, <laughs> the land shark. The cabal are not the only ones with the land shark. <laughs> yes, no, they aren't. Um, so yeah. Oh, Vosik. This is the most anyone's ever talked about Vosik. I feel like his ears are burning if he had them. <laughs> the, other, the other thing yeah, is... The other thing, too, that, that I wanted to kind of point out for just reading this card and then kind of thinking about what Siva does to these individuals is... So, first off, when, when you hear that he's second in command and will follow Axis in ascending to Godhood someday... Um, you would think immediately that, oh, well, maybe Vasek is um, impatient. Maybe Vasek is going to try to replace Axis. Except he's Siva. And the thing about Siva is that as it consumes, it probably connects with the other pieces of Siva. And this is going to become really important when we start talking about Axis. Because Axis is, guess what? Siva. Like... It so there there's a there's a theory here that's kind of in my head that you know the the apotheosis that is being talked about that this you know this total apotheosis of Axis Archon Prime Archon Prime um, that means that he's literally going to become one with our Axis like. Every every fallen and everything as Siva consumes and enhances and replicates these these individuals, they're going to become the same. They're going to merge into a giant single entity. Yeah, black flag and chat hive mind kind of. It's going to be a, mind. It's, it's going to be a grave mind. Um, but you know, it's don't not. do that. It's not. It's not because Siva don't do that because it won't. Yeah, it won't. Siva <laughs> Siva doesn't gain. Um, 
SIVA gains information because that's where you get the dormant dormant SIVA clusters is you get the memory fragments. So it gains information, but without the component within which to have self-actualization and, you know, self-awareness, basically, yeah. it, it it's a repository. It would be like me finding external hard drives. Right. Yeah. Siva Siva right. learns about as much as a database learns. Right. No. Yes. Yes. That's a very good. It's inserting it's inserting rows into a database, but it. I mean, I'm not worried about my SQL Server coming back and you know hurting me if I put commands in that it doesn't like. It's just gonna it's just gonna run the query and give me the information. Like mm-hmm. it, there is no there is no self awareness within the actual device that is being utilized to query the database. It's just, it's built to query the database. That's what it is. And that's what Siva does. So, um, let's Here's a question real quick, going back to before we move on from that card. It it talks about how Vosik is kind of the mechanic for Axis. Mm -hmm. Has Axis lost his ability to modify himself? That, oh, let's talk about that. Let me read the card real quick, and then we're going to talk about that, because i that's part of the theory um, that I really want to get into. Uh, so, <clears throat> Axis, Archon Prime. So, Green, hold on to that real quick. Axis mm-hmm. is the fruit of the Devil Splicer's labor. A former Archon priest, Axis has submerged himself in Siva's apotheosis and emerged as Archon Prime. All that he was is gone. His dreams, his hopes, replaced by agency. He has shed his gods and his ether-like skin, and in his uplifted state, waits in his perfection complex for offerings of Siva from all fallen. Okay, so going going back to your question about the, I guess, the autonomy that Axis has... Um, First off, and I know you, I know you had a specific call out for this one. Is the the name right? Axis is an Archon Prime. He has become a. He has been. The significance of that is that usually you have a, a Prime servitor and an Archon. You don't have the, those. Don't ever go together. Um, and so now you have a merging of the two because Axis is becoming both the priest and the god. He is becoming a a divine avatar basically of this deification of self. Now, the theory that I, I was mentioning was one from, uh, let me make sure I get this guy's name, right? Blackbeard's ghost over on Reddit. And it's a really interesting one. It's a really good one. Actually. I, I I'm, I'm a huge fan of it because what he basically puts in is that the per, the perfection chamber is an incubation area for Axis while he uses Siva to make himself bigger, which is what all fallen all want to do. And so eventually he's going to consume all available resources, i.e. the earth, and be so large that he will be deserving of the godhood, godhood that he is chasing, right? So... He is literally following these these psychological makeup, and I'm gonna I'm gonna include a link to this to this post over on Reddit because I I really really like how he lays it out. But all fallen are always they've always been obsessed with growing larger. That's how you that's how you determine your hierarchy. That's how you determine the rank within the fallen society. Is how large are you? I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy mm-hmm. now. Um, 
And so, in, <laughs> but what that means is, what is their definition of a god? It's a, the biggest enormous. thing. Yeah, the biggest, the baddest. And so that's, where the, that's where the joke of he wants to become really a living big. Katamari comes from. He wants to eat. And if that Katamari is a game in which you basically run around and consume things or not really consume things, but you, you collect them, you roll around and you collect. eventually you get large enough that you start collecting like planets and galaxies. And like you basically just the, the entire game is based basically get big enough to collect the universe. Like that's that's the entire point, and that's kind of exactly what's happening here. But what I'm what I like Kirby, yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, Katamari, yeah, it, Kirby Kirby consumes and then um, poops you out and takes your powers. Yeah, he take he he actually takes the powers, but he's not able. So, like the difference between Kirby and a Katamari is Kirby is only allowed to like consume one person at a time, right? Like he can't, he can't consume yeah. five. A Katamari mm-hmm. just keeps rolling, and as he as it gets bigger, it he he can collect more and 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 more. Oh God, there's a different Kirby. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Charm Hypernova Kirby. Hypernova Kirby can <laughs> eat planets. That's that's absolutely terrified. No, that's um, for I am become death, destroyer yeah. of worlds, nomers of worlds. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hey, Blue, to jump in a little bit on the prime, the talk about the prime. Yes, go for it, go for it, go for it. Of access. So, if you go back into the traditional hierarchy within the fallen society, the prime is the one that gives the ether. In some ways, can we say that access is the one that gives the SIVA? Like, do you think he controls the SIVA? Therefore, he takes on the the title of prime because if you look at Sepix, who used to be the devil's prime, Sepix prime, is no longer a prime anymore. It's just Sepix perfected. Mm-hmm. The prime is completely dropped from it. Mm-hmm. I I would so, agree with that. I think the the um, the implications there is that Axis not only creates or not only perceives himself as the creator of Siva or for the intent of the devils, the creator of Siva, but also the grantor of the Siva. And he also interprets the Siva. He is all three mm-hmm. of the triumvirate made into one. Which, yeah. you know, if you know, if you, to him though, there's no Kel. Well, it, which is, yeah, which was interesting to me because I was like, I'm like, that is that for me, that always kind of hung me up. But I mean, if you think about it, he kind of, he doesn't have Kel in his name, but he he was really kind of acting like a Kel. Which, you know, going back to the Roman triumvirate, there was a figure who did that. Some people know him. You might not. His name was Caesar. Um, huh? What? <laughs> there was. That's where you get the term dictator. I mean, that's that's kind of where that eh. that comes from. That concept. But etu blute. Oh, ah, you and me. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't cross. Oh, it's getting creepy. Don't, don't cross the Rubicon here. Okay. <laughs> it just got creepy. Oh no. <laughs> okay, we're hive minding it up in here. Yeah, I consume you, enhance replicate. You mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is. <laughs> Uh, so you guys like that? Sound I love it. Much. That's I a love really it. Really good soundbite. Uh, so, yeah, it, 
took me. I love that Axis calls his little his little house the Perfection Complex. That's right. what I call my house. Um, well, but for different reasons. <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> so it's it's funny to me that he needs offerings of Siva. This is the funny part because I'm I'm almost viewing his little Twizzler nest as kind of a Siva nexus. <laughs> well, it, but it's a bunch of it's, it's like Twizzler straws just feeding in the Siva. It's like yeah. sticking a Twizzler in a Dr Pepper and just constantly getting the. Goodness. Oh my God! Why would you ruin a Dr Pepper in such a fashion? I know. I, I don't um, know. That's that's heresy. But um, so so going back, going actually going back to Blackbeard's uh, post, he actually does talk about that. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read what he says about this. So he, he had this segment's called Sweet Bunker, bro. Um, and he says, before I get into what I think the perfection chamber is, I like to talk about the bunker where it's located. Uh, I think this is the research facility mentioned in the grimoire that it's built during the golden age to study and test Siva. It's clear when first entering it, after you jump off the wall and then jump down the series of fallen made catwalks that the fallen have dug deep and found an entrance to a bunker that looks like a lot like one of Rasputin's. Once the project left Clovis Bray, they were handed new digs on Earth to finish testing before full-scale replication could begin. This is the sections we've labeled as the, quote, server room, canister room, and the room in between with the terminal. However, I don't think the perfection chamber was originally part of the facility. I think that the chamber was made recently by Axis to, with the help of SIVA. But what the hell is he doing down there? Why hide your magnificent perfection from the world? Um, and so, and that's where he kind of jumps into, you know, you look at what Siva does and how Fallen choose their leader or the leader. And so that, and that's where he kind of jumps into another section where he, he basically lays out the idea that he's growing. It's not, it's not necessarily Axis is not in his final form. When we, for, we basically interrupt this entire thing. We jump into this in the middle of his development. And so he, he presents this idea of the perfection chamber and the complex as a whole as an egg, as, as, uh, oh, what's, what's the, the wor- not a world, eh, it's kind of a world egg, kind of what everyone thinks the traveler is. That's what Axis has created in the perfection chamber is a place to incubate himself as he grows because the quote magic of Siva all he all he does in the perfection chamber is sit there right he's he's having Controls all these things from his chamber right i imagine he's sending out messages via whatever comm but, link they have via siva because all via the tendrils siva? are all the tendrils are flowing into him they're feeding him stuff i mean remember siva was made siva was designed to take materials and re and build things from them so they consume they enhance and then they replicate. And the reason why I, I kind of like this theory is it actually adds a really, really strong logical reason for the code structure. You know, everyone kind of makes fun of Axis as, oh, he didn't know what he was doing, blah, 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 because he didn't put an escape path. No, he knew exactly what he was doing. He's trying to grow without limit. He doesn't want to stop growing because as a fallen, he interprets the size of the entity as their power level, right? That is their placement in hierarchy. Right. If he gets so big that he is larger than anything in creation, he is, by definition, in the fallen mindset and in the fallen psyche, the most powerful figure in creation. 
unfettered. Well, so he's talking like... about the size. <laughs> Go ahead. What I was going to say is <clears throat> he's not. He's trying to grow without limit. So it's not that he he didn't program an escape path into the code because unfettered growth is the escape path. Because when he doesn't want the he doesn't want the logic to stop. He wants it to continue to grow. Is that like God doesn't need a back door type thing? Like, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to grow that powerful, you don't need a an escape route. Well, I guess. he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't. But the thing is, is like he doesn't. He doesn't care because either it's and it kind of goes back to what we see with Oryx too. You know, with this the logic of the sword. He's like. Either I'm going to prove my right to existence or someone else is going to prove their right to existence. But either way, the logic is going to be held. You have to prove that you have the right to exist. That's kind of what's going on here. That being said, you have access when you first get to the chamber itself. He's actually in the wall. He is a part of the chamber itself. So what you're saying, Blue, with him trying to grow bigger and bigger and bigger in some ways we've already damaged him if mm-hmm. you think about us blowing up the siva strand it goes from that oh where wherever the shipyard type thing places all the way to the actual uh archon's forge right right we blew it up in one of the earlier missions so in some ways we've already damaged access before we even get into the race and then it isn't until we do more damage and basically disconnect or like take out some more of the SIVA power for him that he has to shrink himself essentially into the mobile form that we at the very, very end. It makes sense. But he has to so, detach. He has to completely undo. He has to dock himself. Right. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, he, he's having uh, to deal with, he's having to deal with us, the virus that has infected his virus. Go, Justin. Does anyone else have a problem with the fact that when you enter the perfection chamber, Axis is docked in his little Twizzler nest, like Quato from Total Recall. He's that's about how mobile he is. He's just there. And then you do a certain amount of damage to him, and then all of a sudden he says, You know what? I'm done effing around. It's time it's it's time for spider legs. And then he mounts on this gigantic, really impressive spider leg rig. And you're like, oh, my God, this spider's going to crawl all over the place. And it's going to be super scary. He's like, no, bro, not going to crawl. Going to (laughs) teleport. He walks nowhere. Why does he have spider legs? I love how this is like. (laughs) Bothers the crap out of me. It's every single time we do this raid, I'm like, oh no, I got my new legs. Teleport. <laughs> Teleport. Okay. You know what they what they should have done is totally should have done the, uh, what was it, the Ocarina of Time, the first boss. <laughs> Were the spiders oh on the freaking ceiling? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you, remember, do you remember that? It's like the, uh, the spider's up on the ceiling spider. and he drops down on you. Oh man. What's worse yeah, than a crawling so, spider? Okay. A teleporting spider. But Here's, okay. So, go for it. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Um the okay, so Archons. I cannot remember. Do Archons have four arms or two arms? Four. 
Every, every everything except for Axis. dregs have four. Axis does not have four arms. He only has two. So, Justin, here's where your spider leg thing. I'm, this is just me spin foiling. His second set of arms, which aren't being used for anything, have been transformed into legs to be more stable. So he has a bigger booty to <laughs> shake all over the place and teleport. You know? Huh. We didn't say it. Huh. We didn't say it. Axis has a bigger booty. <laughs> yeah. But donk a donk time. You know what Justin is going to go to now? We're getting memes. No. We're getting memes from this episode. Yeah, we're going to get memes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that could very well be. That could very well be. Um, it could also just be that... Um, the whole arm docking kind of structure that's kind of ingrained ingrained in the fallen hierarchy just doesn't apply anymore. You know what I mean? Like uh, all the all old the rules, rules. Why not? All them? the old rules. Yeah, all the old rules are out the window at this point. I just I I'm but sorry. I, Every time I, I see <sighs> see Axis, all I see is a drider. <laughs> Oh, uh, Dreider. Oh, D&D episode that's coming up soon. Yes! Uh, no, we're going to be doing a D&D episode very shortly. Next week. I might, oh, see, I might uh, be a little All I see when I see Axis is someone who sat in gum and then later got <laughs> spider legs. Gosh. That's all I see. Justin, Justin really, really has a problem with Axis. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. The other thing is even you know, even Crota with his oh, I'm gonna kill you guys. I'm gonna kill you. oh they went in a room. I'm gonna wait. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill him again. Oh, they went in a room again. I'm gonna wait. Oh, man. Green's gonna talk each time. She's tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's one of those nights. Um the other thing that drives me crazy about Axis, since we're just going to rag on him a little bit, this is the second boss that we've had a fight that we do something to his back where his back opens up. Why does Axis have a port in his back? Uh, obviously, is that, that where is. the matrix where, where he logs into the matrix? That's what I was just about to say. I was like, obviously, that's the only place in your in your anatomy that can support the uh, the matrix. I mean, come on. Come mm-hmm. on now. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I love how both of us are waiting for Justin to jump in. Mm-hmm. I'm we're, done. Like, we're not going to talk because you're just going to interrupt us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay, so before we move on to like items quest, I want to jump one more thing as far as the raid mechanics go. Why are we empowered with SIVA? Or whether it's with SIVA or without SIVA, why do we get empowered? Because we're special. That, no. Space magic. I want I want a reason. I want a blue I want a reason. <laughs> um well and I guess that kind of ties into the other theory that I, I found. The nanite theory. The fact that we had been infected with the nanite. Mm-hmm. And that Therefore, we could take, we can take on the energy. 
Yep, because the the theory for the nanite, this is from another Reddit theory that I found. Uh, this one's from John Demonsbane. He he actually points out that, you know, that a lot of people are are convinced that the nanites from the transmission event are SIVA. Um, and it, it's a popular theory, except for a couple couple issues. Um, first off, SIVA is not self-aware. As Bungie mm. themselves have blatantly stated, they need it needs a mind to control it. Um, and this is where he, this is where he's like, think of it less like Skynet trying to take everything over, and more like the microbots from Big Hero Six. I love that. That I don't know if I'll ever meet this guy, but I want to shake his hand just from that statement because it completely, completely agree with it. But um, he he goes on to point out that you know the Iron Lords had to trap themselves along with Siva, and you know all these other these previous gardens had had encountered Siva. And they had a big problem with it. You know, the fallen have encountered Siva. There's a big problem with it, you know. But what's so what's the difference? What's the difference between those individuals and us? Well, it's not that we use light because guess what? The Iron Lords used light as well. Um, it's not because we're super special because that just really, you know, like Green was just kind of rolling her eyes at me. That's not really a, a legit answer. The really big thing that's different is, well, what just happened to us? We all got infected with space aids you know it's like jesus what is going on um so the idea is that what if the nanites are actually anti-siva you know they actually i i'll take you one step further blue what if we were inoculated right right which is and that's kind of where it came before Oh, 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 yeah 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 you're yeah because the nanites were the original original experiments and then SIVA was developed by Willowbray after the research had already been done with the others. Yeah. in the, 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 right. And I remember you, cause I remember us talking about the development cycle of SIVA a little bit. Mm-hmm. His, and, and he kind of, he kind of takes it in a, it's similar, but it's a little bit different. So I'm going to, again, I'm just going to read cause I, I can't put this in better words and obviously he has already put it in. He says, Quote, these mites, splendor, etc., are a different technology. Think of it as either incompatible hardware or a non-compatible OS that SIVA is unable to interface with. Let's assume that whatever firmware or other technology the Iron Lord's armor was based on is still in use today. This makes us just as vulnerable to SIVA as they were, and the outcome of the battle might be the same if nothing had changed. By this technology overriding the existing systems in our armor, it becomes immune to SIVA, like a Windows virus trying to attack a Mac. It just doesn't work. Therefore, we can fight SIVA, and more importantly, whatever is controlling it, without simultaneously having to worry about our technology becoming corrupted and being used against us. So, and that's, sorry, end quote there. Um, And so... Basically, the the concept and and his his conclusion is basically if the nanites are Siva, that means that Siva has already attacked every single guardian and infected them. So, we're if 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 it's Siva, then why are we not being controlled by Axis in the same capacity that the splicers are? Because it's Siva, it, it would be the same tech. So it it's got to be different tech because. Even if it's a variant of the technology, it is on a different. It's on a different system, right? <clears throat> it's it's completely 
not different command line. Right. It's a completely different command structure. It would be like trying to tell Oracle database what to do with a SQL query. It might work. It probably won't because while they're very similar, rat rat, it doesn't, you know, it it they don't understand each other. It's like talking in Spanish and Portuguese. It's same language technically, but not. Um same base language. Right, two right, right, different. right, right. Two two different uh is it dialects technically? No, it's not a dialect. It's mm-hmm. it's two different languages, but they both have the same root language. Root like language, the, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I, I, like yeah. the romance languages, Italian, right, 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 French, and all of them. They all have the same roots, but different, very, very different. So, and that's, and I, 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 I like that theory too, um, because it it really does explain what different what because that's a that's a thing that bugs me too about the whole Siva thing is like we've watched Guardians go up against Siva and completely get destroyed. Because their mm-hmm. own their own tech was being used against them, so what is different? What is different about us? I mean, other than you know this this paltry of oh, space magic, and we're the most and, and yes, we could be one of the strongest in the in the city, and you know, sure that is true, but that doesn't explain well, how our tech isn't being used against us. We're we're not immune to Siva, though, right? Well, I mean, in the, in the final battle with the Axis, like. Um, He's actually able to – God, I can't remember the text that pops up after – like when you need to jump – well, no, when you need to jump to the plates to keep from getting killed. What is the text that comes – like how he kills you if you uh, – Oh, the critical SIVA damage. Yeah, SIVA, the SIVA density gets critical, and right. it actually will kill you if you're not standing on a special plate – that will, you know, make you immune to it. So, I mean, we're not completely immune to this SIVA, you know, the the influence of it. I think I, we're just very powerful. Was I it think we're the, inoculated. I, I like yeah. the idea of us being inoculated yeah. with the sector, yeah. the transmission, whatever that was called, the transmission, what was it, Blue? God. The transmission event? The transmission, yeah, event. Yeah. That's what it was. Easy word. Can't remember it. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, owl and the, with the owl sector. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely with that. I think our it's been overwritten with our with our lights, so to speak. And yeah, and that know, was that was another of a reversion of the SIVA code. Right. And that was another theory I think uh DJ had in chat was we actually we actually wrench control a bit from Axis using using our light, not not using command, not using logic. It is literally using our light. We we wrench command from them. But um, I think I'm thinking. Yeah, I guess my my only other thing with the nanites. The nanites being Sivatech, my my only problem with this one is that the nanites for each one, so we have brilliance, glory, splendor, magnificence, and fortitude, right? And each of these obviously come with different colors, which we've already discussed. But not only that, but they also really had some wild – I hesitate to even say augmentations um, – like for example, uh, brilliance. You had patient B with brilliance who went into a coma, then woke up and literally just sang and dance, 
and then suddenly disappeared. Like just just disappeared straight up. Like and it was like okay, uh, I think Glory was June, which was one of my favorite patients. Uh, he was in very good health, and he was extremely pessimistic. I kind of almost point to Cade as a situation like that. Um, and then, like, Splendor, you had the super aggression and improvement to strength and intelligence. So they became super strong, and they became a, a Spartan, too. Um, what? Uh, and then Magnificence, you ha- uh, had the individual... Let me see. Individual saw phantom insects, eventually learned how to or eventually manifested flight and then went unconscious. And I believe I believe eventually died. Uh, And then patient D was fortitude and basically throughout the process of the um, observance, they their voice got lower and lower and lower and lower. And then eventually just they went completely mute. Whereas with Siva, we kind of what's that? Yeah, softer. Yeah, yeah. Low, he, lower he, makes it sound so, like sorry. Pitch, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, softer, softer, softer. softer. He didn't, like he started whispering, and then and then I think one day they said they walked in, and he just was completely mute, like he he couldn't talk at all. Um, whereas with Siva, Siva is, and I keep going back to this. Siva is a construction thing. It was designed. Um, uh, Oh god, what is the ghost fragment that I completely blank on every time I talk about this? It's the one with Rasputin sending Siva out into the like deep reaches of space. Um and it's told from the ex- the frame's perspective. But he uh Siva is meant to be a colonization tool. It's meant to be sent so that yeah. humanity doesn't have to go and then so like you send so the concept is you send a package of Siva and then you send humans and then by the time the humanity will reach the planet, you know, the Siva will have already constructed a, a, a pretty much a city for them to be at. So that's where Siva and so and I don't I just don't see the connection between the nanites and Siva in that regard. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, these really awful things rarely ever come from really awful intentions. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, um, and I mean, yeah, it's it's usually some grand, really altruistic type intention that's tied to this thing that goes sideways. It almost reminds me of the the Reavers from Firefly. Oh, this Siva reminds me of replicators from Stargate. Oh god, okay. those things are terrifying. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Qualification here. Replicators without self-awareness, which is a very important distinction. Right. <laughs> very important distinction. So it's yeah, it's replicators without without self-awareness. It's it almost reminds me of text bots, but they're not as bad as text no. bots. No, mine mine are totally more sophisticated than this. What? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Get over here. Get over here. No, that's a bot winder. That's something different. That's a bot, that's um, a bot winder. Yeah, that's another one of the bots that I have harassing Justin. <laughs> all the bots. So do we want to talk about uh, some of these items that are yeah, we all can talk, we can talk up? Yeah. Or the the evolution of our of our weaponry. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Green, why don't you why don't you run through the basic armor classes? Okay. So when we Since play Rue, and we get the we get the different armor pieces for the raid. They are Nanomania for the hunters, Cosmoclast for the titans, and the red miasmas for warlocks. Um. Lou, you had some notes on these different meanings of that. I don't have any. Yeah. Okay. So as of yet. Okay. No worries. Um, So the cool thing with the armor sets is first off, we have, we have, you know, the standard difference between heroic and normal Um, heroic mode grants an armor called spliced variant. And then the artifact will also be perfected instead of just, you know, it'll just be nanomania, uh, and then splice nanomania, and then you have a siva shard or perfected siva shard, depending on the the difficulty of the raid. The fun thing here is that within the armor is actually a conversation between two individuals, a WB and a CL. Now, most people kind of agree that WB is Willa Bray and Willa Bray. C- Willa Bray. And CL is General Chin Lanshu, which we recognize from a ghost fragment, uh, Rasputin, who kind of was has a personality of teasing Rasputin. Um, but yeah, so so going into the names a little bit here. So for the Hunter set, Nanomania is a concatenation of two words, nano, which is a unit prefix that means one billionth. And it's usually used as, uh, to indicate something extremely small, like a nanosecond, a nano machine, something of that nature. And mania. Uh, mania is a mental illness that's marked by periods of great excitement, euphoria, delusions, and overactivity. Uh, you commonly would hear of mania as a part of a bipolar disorder. Uh, because then you would have a mania, you have mania episodes and depressed episodes, and that's kind of where the bipolar concept comes from. But it is possible for an individual to just be manic. Um, it's it's a bit rare, but it is possible. Um, then we go to the cosmoclass. This is another concatenation of two different words. You have cosmo, which is relating to the world or the universe, and then class, which is a suffix that basically means something that breaks. So your cosmoclass, oh, well, and let me go back real quick. Nanomania is literally talking about a mental illness that's marked by periods of great excitement and euphoria, but it's uh, it's extremely small. So you have a small burst of euphoria whenever you put this armor on is kind of the connection that you get there. Um, now Cosmoclass is the Titan set, and this is relating to the breaking of the world or the universe. That's what a Cosmoclass would be. You also have another item in destiny that Justin especially loves the mytho class. It's the, it's the breaking yeah. of a myth. Anytime you see a clasp on top of or at the end of a word, the suffix means that it breaks it. Osiris was an iconoclast. Right. So was Ikora. So was Ikora. Yeah. And, you know, an an, an, uh, iconoclast is an individual who uh, rises up against an established authoritative icon, you know, the the traveler. Yeah. that's that's what an iconoclast was. So, and that and that will bring us to 
the warlock set, which is the red miasma. Um, red, <laughs> red is kind of yeah. There you go. It's red. I mean, everyone kind of knows red. Um, but a miasma, and I see chats kind of talking about this as well. Uh, miasma is actually, there's a number of different ways you can read miasma. Uh, the first one is generally just when you're talking about thematic natures, it's usually a dangerous or foreboding or death-like influence or atmosphere. Uh, but you can also have a miasma, which is understood to be an oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere, uh, that surrounds or emanates from something, or even the noxious and exhalations from a putrescent organic matter, usually seen as poisonous, uh, euphluvia or germs polluting the atmosphere. So you actually have miasma as as both a literary tool, a literary thematic idea. Um, you can have it as the psychological miasma, which is something that you you feel um, you feel oppressive or you feel uncomfortably. Un, extremely uncomfortable, uh, extremely unpleasant, or it's actually a physical cloud of poisonous gas that actually emanates from different organic matter. Um, and then that, and so, yeah, that being, you have the red miasma, which kind of connects back into the conversation that we had about the nanites then, um, yeah, charm. Just put that in chat. And what do the SIVA nodes have floating around them? A miasma of SIVA nanites. There you go. You, and that's the connection. So yeah, those those are the uh, that's the uh, the definitions of the words as far as I was able to find for for this one. Yeah, it's actually uh, miasma is actually refers to, and I always find these really interesting. But uh, an obsolete medical practice where doctors actually believed that. All well, most if not all diseases were caused by bad air. Yes, um, which is where you also get, called uh, night air is mm-hmm. pretty much like a death cloud. Yep. Um, and that's where you get. And the, actually, the term for the malaria is actually yeah, yeah. the The term for malaria is actually Latin for bad air. But also where they, they wore the death mask. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they kind of decided this was not the case afterwards well it 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 derives from the ancient understanding of uh humors uh which is the idea that the body is controlled by the different humors and the balances of liquids within the body yeah so you have uh, i think it was a four depending on the school thought you either had like four or five um so in that and that would then translate into one of the ways that you could get rid of humors is you know obviously through uh yeah, that's where you get bloodletting. Uh, people would actually be cut and mm-hmm. leeches. Leeches were very common. And the, com- the thought there is, well, the thought there is that they filtered the blood. They filtered one of the humors, blood being one of the humors. Um, but that's also where you get, yes, green, the death mask, uh, which actually I just saw someone post on Twitter that they, they just learned that. And I was like, really? That's interesting. Um, the death mask is the, the giant. So everyone will probably recognize it. It's the giant bird mask that everyone kind of thinks is like really creepy. Um, these, these masks, what they were, were doctors would wear them, especially in cities that were ridden with plague, not only to protect themselves from what they believe, you know, like what Justin was saying, the miasma or the death cloud, but also just simply because it's, it was such, such a powerful stench that they would actually pack, um, they would pack, 
herbs and different different uh, plant material into those noses. So those giant those giant noses, they would pack things mm-hmm. into that to actually mask the smell. Like it, it because it was so overpowering that they they couldn't they I mean they couldn't do their jobs basically. So that that's that's always been an interesting interesting thing that I always thought was kind of fun. But yeah, that does tie back into the miasma a bit. If you want a video game reference for it, go back and play some of the Assassin's Creed yes! games. It's oh, all over the place. Creed. I think wasn't it one of the multiplayer characters? Yes, it was. Can't remember. I think it was the doctor. I know. I know. Um, uh, it was Revelations. I think. I think it was Revelations that you Revelations. Actually... Yeah, because that was still in Europe. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we want to? You want to chat about the weapons real quick? Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. So, do we want to talk about the slight change that happens to the weapons? Because we have, like, the legendary version. Legendary versions. And their actual coding is slightly different. Coding slash names have added quantities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think we get uh, the... Don't we get the exotics? You mean are you talking are you talking the exotics differences? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the main difference that I was noticing is the parentheses. The tilde is still there. Mm-hmm. They add a double parentheses on each side, and then you get a different type of text with it. Um, the text is definitely not the same as the legendary oh, at all. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yes, the flavor tag. I'm sorry. I completely misunderstood that. Yes. Um, and <laughs> nope. Sorry, I was trying to figure out for like the Genesis chain. Uh, if you echo, so if input Siva echo Shirazi and output death, you ask not in vain. So basically, that so disturbing. <laughs> is death not in vain? Yeah, it's is Shirazi's like, death not in vain? Are those his last words? Maybe. I just I have one from my notes from the Owl Sector. One of my one of my quotes from Shirazi was, "Remember who watches you." <laughs> I, I liked Shirazi. Shirazi was a really interesting, and then Yoon. Yoon had a quote that Clovis Bray destroys the world to make it remake it in their own image. That's their goal. Everything and everyone dies. The more you try to cheat death, the more you try to profit from life, the sooner we die. Bam, bam, bam. The building of the exos. Yeah. I, I just read June and I see the really cool Spartan from I know. Halo. I, I do the same thing. And he has the same <laughs> attitude. That's the problem. That's the pretty problem much. Is he has the same. I could see him sitting in the corner carving and then carving I the just skull get Halo Reach helmet. feels. <laughs> and that's not productive for me to have a Halo Reach feels. So I'm almost done at that point. <laughs> so it's bad. Bad time. Um, so yeah, follow following the progression of the Genesis chain. So we have the we have the creepy new code on the are they what are they what are these called the adept 
Is that what they're being called mm-hmm. now? Uh, they're not adept. Yeah. I mean... It's an exotic. It's the exotic form of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so the Genesis chain, you have the code structure on the exotic, but then on the legendary, you have a different one, and it's Suros ARI41, insert SIVA in this current projectile, which basically explains where this gun came from. Um, this gun, and Rhino did an amazing job. I have uh, linked this also on the mind map, but the Genesis chain actually comes from a gun that we have in game, the Suros ARI 4.1. That is actually a game. That is a, that's actually a game. That is actually a gun that we have in the game. Um, and it is a, a legendary, uh, flavor text is really usual for Suros. It's balance flexibility style Suros. Um, it's an auto rifle, which means I never look twice at it, but, um, yeah, that was the evolution path for the Genesis chain. Green, do you want to talk about the chaos, the chaos dogma? Sure. I just like the name. The of chaos that. dogma. Oh, I know it's it's fun. It's fun. Dogma of chaos. Anyway, uh, the exotic version of it says: replicate, pain, consume, enemies, override, override sig, gunsmith. So, Siva is fighting the gunsmith in this one, or trying to override it. And my little theory on this one actually gets confirmed on the next gun a little bit. A little bit. A just little, the fact that the just gunsmith a is, Just gets messed with a little bit. And then, when I pull up the, the legendary version of the legendary version says... Consume, enhance, replicate. Consume, enhance, replicate. Will drown your enemies. So, that fun, fun little line over. There. So it's just <laughs> like normal. And <clears throat> that's connection to the the Codetus SR4, the Amalon one, right? Which actually all of them connect back to it, even because. It, uh, sorry, the, the Codexus SR4 is the Amalon Codexus SR4 will drown your enemies in a river of pain. So then in your Chaos Dogma, you have the will drown your enemies. And then in the exotic, you have replicate pain, consume enemies, override Sig Gunsmith. So you have the replication mm-hmm. of pain when you consume enemies. Yeah. And then, Justin, do you have still Medulla pulled up? Yes, I the do. exotic version of it. Steel so, medulla. The steel medulla. Making sure I've got the exact. I see. Um, replicate, devastate your foes, consume, Hersia, repeat. Um, I'm actually seeing two of the same on that one. Yeah, they, yeah, they I have, have, I they have three iterations. For the other one. Click, it, click it again. I fixed it for you. Oh, you fixed it? I'm just that I'm just that quick. Enhance, devastate, consume, foes, repeat, insert, banshee interrupt, override. Banshee interrupt, sorry, override, which is really weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I was saying it's like they're messing with the weaponsmith. <laughs> yeah. 
banshee. Well, not like he has enough problems going on already. <laughs> now his now his three D printer is getting infected by sea. Yeah. He is and so pissed at this point. He's he's like looking <laughs> down and going. Mm, now the guns are effing with me. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm too old for this. He's done. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Charm Pluto from chat hits it on the head. The Steel Medulla is the Herjadi from Hake. Hake. It's the it's the Hake pulse rifle. And just as a side note, all of these guns that they were beforehand were guns that you could get from the gunsmith during the. Uh, it's just the gunsmith weapons that you could pick up easily, which mm-hmm. makes it so much better because you mm-hmm. know you know Banshee's like. I hate all of you. <laughs> uh huh. No one wanted these when I had made them. <laughs> um, the other, the other thing is medulla is an, an a anatomy term, uh, which usually is referred. It usually you you hear it and you think of the medulla ob- oblongata. Uh, but a medulla is the inner region of an organ or tissue um, that is especially distinguished from the outer region or cortex. So you have like the the kidney, the adrenal gland, and the hair, and the medulla oblongata. Yeah, it's it's the innards. It's the in, inner stuff. It's the stuff that it's medulla the stuff that oblongata. keeps you. It's the stuff that keeps you lukewarm. No, medulla oblongata is broke. Um. <laughs> Oh, the steel medulla. I actually don't have that one. So you want to? Talk? I don't have the next one. The fevered. Rhythm. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> this sounds like Justin has a problem with this situation. I don't either. Might be enough to make me go bang my head against the wall <laughs> against ass kiss. Um, you want to read be. it for me? Yeah, yeah. Fever and remedy. Replicate, encourage, strongly enhance, Sig, Escher, Zhang, Zhang. Yeah. So, the fever and remedy. It's an exotic hand cannon. Only available in the Wrath of the Machine raid. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one thing I really like about Bungie um, is... How they're very deliberate in their punctuation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's probably a very deliberate code in their punctuation that if we knew, it would probably tell us a whole bunch. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I've got distracted by MC Escher prints now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we now know the first name of Dr. Zhang because Dr. Zhang was part of the original experiments. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. No, or is this or is this an Escher Zhang collabo? Oh God! Don't, why do you do this? Oh my gosh! Now I'm I have now what I have in my head is an Escher print with Siva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why am I not? Stairs going forever. Endless Twizzlers. It's Twizzler stairs. <laughs> I wasn't saying that, by the way. I was saying that maybe there's another character named Escher. No, who collaborated no, ruined, with another character named You've Shane. ruined it. We're done. I, <laughs> Shout out, Scott. 
Why is everyone mad at me? Um, I didn't do it. <laughs> this one, this one is a re, basically an evolved form of the Judith D, which is a hack a hand cannon. I just really, really like that one. Excuse you. <laughs> Um, so, um, now that we've had a fever, maybe it's time for an outbreak. Well, hang on real quick. I, I do, do want to, want to make a, oh my God, that was the mother of all segues. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I cut it, cut off its head. Um, which is actually (laughs) the segue back into Judith because Judith from the book of Judith in the, the Bible, uh, it is actually the reason why I bring this up is if you bring, if you pull up Judith D, the, the flavor text is headshots are strongly encouraged with the powerful Judith D. Um, if you are familiar with the book of Judith, you know, that that kind of happens with, uh, I think his name was holo holo Holofernes. Uh, yeah, he ended up without a head because Judith is not fun. But yeah, biblical reference. Biblical reference. So there you go. Go back. Go. Uh, what was that? What was that segue, Justin? Something about a fever. Um, moving from a fever to a full scale outbreak is green eyed music lover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we got Outbreak Prime, and this one does not have the the typical the typical kind of flavor text we've seen so far. And it says, "This is an advanced golden age technology tied to the death of some of the light's greatest champions. It's currently being used as a tool of the fallen to push the limits of bioevolutionary realities." And you're kit bashing it together with projectile based war systems to make a handheld mechanism that delivers aggressive nanomites ghost that's one way to put it all i know is when you pull the trigger one plus one equals zero every time i've done the math zero four i love that response he's like that's nice but when you shoot things they dead so yeah. that is the single greatest math- mathematical theorem <laughs> ever <laughs> ever come up with. So one plus one equals zero every time. Mm-hmm. In in other words, one round of this gun plus one of you equals zero, in which means you're dead. Yeah, is what I got from it. So this quest was fun. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be real honest. Yeah, I'm going to be real honest. Um, no. No? Blue? No. Couldn't be bothered. Nope. You don't either? Okay. He he would actually have to like... (laughs) Oh, he'd have to do the raid. Never mind. Yeah, he'd have to do this raid to do it. Oh my gosh. No, me, me, honestly, like, um, I'm... I'm a big pulse rifle guy, so I I don't know why I don't have this one. I just been super busy and haven't gotten around to. No worries. The gun is super. It makes the raid so much easier because with the burst. So if you get a headshot on it, um, one of the perks allows a burst of nanomites of SIVA, and they go and seek out other enemies. 
So it kind of is like a twofer almost, or at least it, it does. A cloud. On them. Oh, yeah. kind of, yeah. It's really nice, and you can just kind of take down Vosuk really quickly because of all the different ads that are there. You can take that and then pop in sniper rifle. He's fun. But yeah, if you don't like binary, find a math teacher friend or learn it because it's not hard. It just no. looks hard. It's, it's just not on hard. or off. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. That's like such a gro- gross oversimplification. It is not just on it and is. off. Before it I get, is not just ones before, and zeros. Before, before I get, get in trouble with that, that is, not, that is not binary by any means. Mm-mm. It is just ones and zeros, but it's not just ones and zeros. But yeah. it's it's not bad once you figure out That's how to use it. That's the worst explanation of anything I've ever given. Um, so, oh, what's what's next on a what's next on the weapons? We got um. So yeah, no one cares about fusion rifles, so we should move on. No, I'm just kidding. Hurt or kill me. Um, no, the Ether Nova, the Thesin. FR4 Hasten the Siva replication. Yeah, so that's that's a weird one. Like literally, this is like stuff my computer would tell me when my Norton's about to run out. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll know it later. Hasten, what why? Why do I need to hasten? <laughs> Everyone has a very visceral connection to the Ether Nova, apparently. Um, yeah. I don't like the gun. I'm getting death threats. You better calm it down, Green. <laughs> That's okay. Down. Everyone knows I hate fusion rifles and would rather play with a sidearm. <laughs> uh, Thiessen, and yeah, so there's that one. And what do we got? Quantoplasm. Quantoplasm. Which is there? There's not a big version of this or an exotic version of it. No, there is it's only just, there yeah. is only exotics of the primaries. It's just okay. a shotgun. It's a pretty decent shotgun, though. Yeah, based it's a off shotgun. of Dido A. <laughs> Okay, so it's, just, the, it's not a sniper no, rifle. It's just a no, shotgun. it's not a sniper rifle. I knew exactly why he was. I was like, it's yeah. not a sniper rifle. He's not gonna like it. Why isn't well, there a sniper was, rifle? This is a good question. It was a sniper rifle until they patched it. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm just saying, why is why is there not a legit sniper rifle? There is. I'm so confused uh, what we're arguing about at this point. Anyway, uh, Dido A, Wonder Your Journey with Siva is the, the flavor text guy. And then. And yeah, there's a. And then. Why the, isn't the sniper? Uh, well, and then there's on the not. Dido A, Wonder Your Journey Will End with Victory. Okay, so there is a sniper rifle for the raid, but yeah, what is it called? It's a, the heroic. It's the heroic mode. It's the X. It's the X Machina. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Machina. See next one. There you go, Justin. <laughs> just just keep going down. Keep scrolling down, Justin. Well, I'm <laughs> he gets yeah, like blue. so pissed. He gets so angry and it's like, 
it's, it's I'm it's, sorry. It's the next line. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Irene. <laughs> Irene. Sneaky little dickens. Um, <laughs> ex machina. So, Irene, if Siva return replicate slash slash S- else if <laughs> Siva run ascension. So, apparently... I don't even know. I'm like, I can pretend to know. I'm pretty nerdy. I'm pretty nerdy, but right now there is someone way nerdier than me just like completely laughing his ass off. Oh, I just love the I love the slash slash Elsie El, 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 El. Else if Else if and then the exclamation point before the word and then Siva in parentheses. It's command. It's a command. It's identifying a variable. It's a variable. It's a dynamic it's a command. Broken parenthetical, blue. Broken parenthetical. I'm done. Oh my gosh. This is this is a Sivified version of the Irene RR4. Which says, do you want to read Which that one? That was crap sniper rifle. <laughs> on I love that sniper rifle. That was a fun one. <laughs> so I, yeah. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell all the people I work with if they ever get mad at me, it's just a broken parenthetical. That's all. The broken parenthetical. Because <laughs> apparently that is that is a legit excuse. Um I, the Irene RR4, the quote is a new golden age is just over the horizon. With the Amplon Irene RR4, you'll be the first to see it coming. Dun, dun, dun. And then what are we on? We're on, well, Green, since you're, you're, you're kind of, these are in your wheelhouse, why don't you take the Zeal Vector? Yeah, the one that I don't use, Zeal Vector. Wait, so you it's based like off of I do, but I don't use this one. I... Uh, I'm very particular, Justin. It's like a fine, fine wine. If it's not right, you just don't drink it. It's a sidearm. Still. They all are like... Okay, go. Okay, so... Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll go. Pyrdery, D, or Pytery, D, which I read that dyslexically as like Petrie for some reason. Long will replicate, 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 rep. <laughs> That's actually the sound the gun makes. So it's not <laughs> quack, 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 quack. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the Pytery D is just long will the poet sing of your deeds. So, Actually, Pridery is um, a prominent figure in Welsh mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can't really find anything else on Pridery. That, <laughs> but he that was, really, he was um, a prominent figure. Prominent figure in Welsh mythology. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a jack. Um, it's it's. All okay, let's can we be real? All sidearms are just a jabber hockey, okay? <laughs> Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them yeah. shoot 
faster and shorter range. Um, <laughs> I'm not an I have, okay, I have a sidearm that has, like, armor piercing rounds on it for some reason. That's terrifying. So I can actually knock the, yeah, it's terrifying, because I can actually knock you around with a tiny little sidearm going, bing, 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 bing. A sidearm with armor piercing rounds is like a Vespa with nitrous oxide. It's so good. It's a slap in the face. It's so good. Oh. Gosh. I'm sorry. All the sidearm community. I'll take all all the hate. (laughs) Well, you want to, I think we have one more. You want to talk about the Diluvian, well, not the Diluvian, it's the If Materia, which is the Sivified version of the Diluvian. Um, it's, It's the, I believe this is a machine gun. Is that correct? I think you skipped the rocket launcher, you my boy. The rocket launcher. I don't care yeah. about the rocket launcher. <sighs> okay, sound well, let's just let's, listen. Okay, let's talk about Unle- sound and fury. Lest we, lest we hear the sound and the fury of the fraggle, we <laughs> that, shall talk true. about that's the true. rocket launcher. Go for it. Replicate. Caution. Replicate. Overheating. Replication. <laughs> Destabilization imminent. Cirrus. <laughs> <laughs> the ending is the best part. <laughs> it's like this is not a good message to put out to no, no, we need the brand name Suros. Uh, I love how um I, I really like how Siva is really conscious of product placement. Mm-hmm. Um and oh, brand loyalty. It's like we have made really simplified versions of these guns, but it's important to us that you know its original maker. <laughs> the Suros JLB. Suros. <laughs> and let's see real quick. Sound and Fury. I I think Rhino didn't Rhino do a lore card on this one? I believe I believe he did. Uh, it's basically, it's a, it's a line from the soliloquy in Macbeth is the one that I, I guess apparently it's also a film. I did not know this. It's apparently a 2000 documentary on deaf children and cochlear implant implants. So that I learned something. Like, I learned something new in today their, in their ear. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's from, I believe it's. Macbeth, it's Act Five, I think, was where it was. But yeah, it's a, a soliloquy of sound and fury, told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Oh, that's from the big, yeah, that's that fun soliloquy with yeah, oh, out, yeah, out it's, brief light. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. So, life is but a walking the poor shadow. players. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a great line. Mm-hmm. Such a good soliloquy. Anyway, Shakespeare. Nostalgia is a weapon of war. Style is a hallmark of victory. Suros. 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 All right. So let's finish this. I don't know what this is anymore. This thing. If materia, if materia, which is based off of the Diluvian ten four X, 
and it says tossed up on uh, tossed upon the seas of war and siva is that a line from something it looks like it's a line <clears throat> um it is it is a derivative of the diluvian 104x which is tossed upon the seas of war and tragedy um diluvian is actually a term that refers to a flood uh, you mm-hmm. usually have um, the antediluvian, which is if you've ever played Vampire the Masquerade, you'll probably recognize that term, which is a, a big white wolf game. Um, but a diluvian is uh, the flood, basically, from from the so, the biblical flood. Antediluvian is actually before Noah's flood, right? Yes, yes. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, the anti, the ant, so not anti-diluvian. It's anti-diluvian. Uh, is yeah. also alternative preceding. Yeah, pre-diluvian or pre-flood or even tertiary. Apparently, I have no idea. Um, so the antediluvian period is before the deluge. Is the time period referred to in the Bible between the fall of humans and the Noachian deluge, which is the Genesis flood? I always took this to mean that this. Uh, Machine gun was just a flood of bullets. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, I mean, that, that is kind of tossed upon the seas of war and tragedy. I mean, that is kind of where they're going with that. I don't know if that's a line from anything. Mm. Couldn't find anything on it. It should be. If it's not, it should be. Someone, someone needs to uh, go write a book about Tossed on the seas of war and tragedy. They call me Ishmael. No, no, no. God. Trying <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh. I'm trying to see if it's in the highway man. But I don't think it is. No, I don't think it was. Okay. So that is the weapons and their evolutionary path uh, through the catalyst of SIVA. Uh, And like I said, we actually have a really, really cool, um, I guess, I guess you would call it analysis of the evolution that Rhino put together. Uh, And then he, he actually later sent me an updated image of the normal weapons and the heroic mode weapons for the that would include the exotic variants. So we have that all linked on the mind map, which will be uh, in the show notes for this episode. And I'm thinking the only other big thing that really stand there really stood out to me was the shaders. Um, do you want me to run through those just real quick? Because they're yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. There's some pretty nice little things. So there's there's two shaders. There's the incarnate incarnadine and the nanopoesis. So I'm going to start with the in, in, incarnadine. Uh, the incarnadine is actually a a name for a color, and it is bright crimson or pinkish red, especially blood red. Which if you've seen anything to do with Siva. You should probably make that connection. Uh, carn, carn is actually the Latin root for flesh, and incarnates is Latin for flesh covered. So you kind of uh, you have an etymology process here of English speakers picked up the pinkish sense of incarnadine back in the late, late 1500s, 
And since then, the adjective has come to refer to the dark red color of freshly cut fleshy meat, as well as the pinkish color of the outer skin of some humans. The word can be used as a verb too, meaning to redden, which uh, was used in Shakespeare in Macbeth when he says, "All will all great Neptune's ocean wash this blood clean from my hand? No, this my hand would rather the multitudinous seas incarnadine making the green one red. So that that is actually got some history behind it on that one. And then nanopoesis, uh, again, we, we kind of talked about this with the, the apotheosis. Uh, poesis is the process of making, uh, production, creation, creativity, or culture. And then it also means the formation or production of. So if you remember nano being very, very small, this is the process of or in the formation or production of a nano thing something uh, yeah which i mean i would assume here it's kind of pointing back to the nano machine um but do do what you will with those and then i think that's that is pretty much it there is there is a quest the wrath of the machine quest which is not really got anything big it's got two steps uh the metal and flush and then speak with shiro four and basically it's go kill this guy. Oh, hey, he came back. He must have killed that guy. That That's pretty much the flavor text. That was poetic. I know. I try. I try really hard to summarize things. Um, you know, speaking of summaries, how about how about we go to final comments and shout outs? Yeah, I'm with you. Green. Uh, my comments are if you want to know more about Siva. We did a SIVA episode before, right? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. have that. We have we actually have a uh, a directory listing of all our episodes and links to all their mind maps. Uh, we have that on our our FFC, I guess, I guess FFC Google Drive, uh, but it's linked in the Discord chat. Uh, if you just ask, we can pull up the directory link for you in there. So jump in there and definitely just. Give that a check if you don't want to. If you don't want to scroll through multiple pages on the Podbean site, which I know mm-hmm. if you're going back pretty far, it can get get kind of tedious. And I know in that episode we went through and did the transmission theory, mm-hmm. like or the transmission stuff, the owl sector stuff. So if you want to know more about that, definitely jump into that. The other shout out I have is for um, some awesome new puppy owners in Colorado who took that puppy away from us that was eating all the clothes of mine. I went and bought new clothes afterwards. <laughs> I'm refilled on undergarments, luckily now. Uh, but they are happy with a happy new puppy, and I'm grateful. And then book chat, we're doing the, the, the survey for that or the poll for that. Right now it's an eight-way tie, so please go and vote because I... I don't want to have to pick because if I have to pick, people are going to get mad at me. So go and vote for the book chat. The links will be in my Twitter and in discord and places. So find that and we will go over a new book next month. Awesome. Justin. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, shout outs are pretty simple this week. Just, um, Big shout out to my clan, uh, DOD Chatterwhite crew, who's continually 
dragging me through raids and such and helping me get some of these guns we're talking about each week. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't have much else. Shortest shout outs ever. Shortest shout outs ever. Good job. Well, our email topic for next week is going to be a lore dive into the Sunbreaker. And I actually meant to mention this at the beginning of the episode. So if you if you are hearing this and I, I congratulate you and I'm very proud of you, but we you probably have noticed that there isn't a poll this weekend. That is because due to a scheduling, not really a mishap, but it's just a scheduling conflict that came up on my side. Um, we're not going to have a podcast stream on the 12th, which is two weeks from now, uh, which just given the way the poll and the conversations for the chat kind of flow, that just means this week or this weekend, we don't have a poll for the regular focus fire. We do have a poll running for our extra lore. Um, the, that episode is going to be next Wednesday for the D and D conversation. And then, so we're going to decide what we're talking about next. So that one is the poll that is running this weekend. So if you guys want to weigh in on that, please, please do let us know what you'd like to, what you would like us to chat about. Um, but yes, the poll will be back. Uh, I believe the general consensus when we talked about it in the Discord chat was that we were just going to kind of talk about general Destiny lore uh, during the week for next week. Um, maybe some maybe some theories on what we we're going to see in Destiny 2. And I believe there was a threat or two of a pun more. So if that's kind of your speed keep an eye out you might you might see some activity on that front um i will be avoiding that particular conflict like a plague why because that's painful um no ish you mean it's painful? i hate oh we're done we're done i'm not even doing outro oh the sound and the fury (laughs) no 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 (laughs) (laughs) tonight so yeah um so the poll the poll will be back up next weekend um but yeah that that is why if you if you have any curiosity of why there's not a poll this weekend that's what's happening um but yeah other than that send us your emails on the sunbreaker um that will be the next so next week's topic is going to be sunbreaker but I'm looking forward to next week. We have a D&D conversation and we're going to have the podcast on the Sunbreakers. So we get to talk about the Tink Tinks. Uh, and with mm-hmm. that, let's jump through the outro and then we'll, we'll have a we'll have a little bit of an after show real quick. Sound good, guys? Sounds good. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes each week, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to all our other sites can also be found with our episode archives over on www.focusfirechat.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any feedback or questions for our team concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback on iTunes or through email as well. Be sure to check out our partner podcast within the Guardian Radio Network over on the guardiansofdestiny.com. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright. Shine bright.